So what are we supposed to do with black people? Don't resist. You won't have problems with the police. Don't flee. You won't have problems with the police. George Floyd apparently resisted, so he ended up handcuffed and choked to death. Rashard Brooks supposedly tried to flee the scene. He was shot in the back. Jacob Blake also slowly, but I guess by definition, fled the scene, was shot multiple times in his back. Jonathan Price, however, didn't flee the scene, didn't resist, complied with the very few orders he was given, and was tased. And as a result of being tased, he was then shot because the convulsions that he suffered from being tased were perceived as aggressive or violent. So in the officer's mind, the next logical course of action was to to fire lethal shots at the, the individual that had just been tased. I'm Will. This is Head Above Hypocrisy, and I'm, I'm going to attempt to make sense of this. So now as black people, we are expected to convulse calmly or in a way that is, is not perceived as threatening or aggressive. I just that. Yeah, I mean, I think by definition that that that's impossible. Right. Let's let's for the sake of being thorough. Let's let's look into what convulse means. Right. Convulse is a verb and it means to suffer violent involuntary contraction of the muscles producing contortion of the body or limbs. She convulsed collapsing to the floor with pain is the example that I am I'm reading here on the Internet. So. I just I don't I don't understand how someone is supposed to to do that uh, in a calm fashion or how they're supposed to to convulse from being electrocuted from being tased by the police how, how they're supposed to do anything but be electrocuted all you can do when you're being tased is convulse and eventually collapse right so I just make it make sense right it, that it it's not even a, it's it's not a good lie it's not a good explanation it just it doesn't make any sense did, did was today the, the first day you got your taser is this Fisher Price my first taser do you not know how electricity works when you know introduced to the human body there is no logical or reasonable explanation for tasing someone and then shooting them with the explanation of they convulsed aggressively or i felt threatened by the convulsions they suffered from the taser that I administered. It just, it, it makes no sense. None. And what's, what's so frustrating to me is it, it, it's premeditated, right? In the sense that in a lot of these other situations, there are variables that, that allow, they don't allow, they're just, they're variables that can help to understand, help you understand how the officers made the, the horrible mistakes that they made. Right, like in the Breonna Taylor situation, it, they were they're firing in the dark. There, there was a shot fired at the officers. Apparently, there there are other things happening that can conceivably cause confusion. 
granted, these are officers of law. They should be trained for said confusion, but there are those variables there. In this situation, there were no variables. It's broad daylight. The Jonathan Price had acquiesced to the police demands. Hands up. He's been tased. I don't know how much more detained a person can be after being electrocuted. Yet, still, officers feel the need to, after tasing this man, shoot him to death because of the manner in which that he was tased. So it's just, it. it's so much worse for me. It's just so much more frustrating for me because there's, there is no excuse. There are no variables. It wasn't dark. You didn't, there's, there was no confusion. He didn't try to flee. There was no, there was no altercation between Jonathan and the officers other than they felt the need to tase him. It's so interesting that these officers arrive at these domestic disputes at these, at when they're called at these situations where there are no weapons involved until they arrive. Now we've got tasers. Now there's bullets being fired. Now there's a, a story floating around that there may have been a weapon on scene, although no one has seen it, heard tell, no witnesses have, have stated that, that Jonathan had a weapon or anything of that nature. But that's that's the way it goes, right? In America, you, you shoot a black man and you make up the story afterwards. And it's just, it's it's so interestingly frustrating that many times in these scenarios there is there are no weapons involved until the police arrive and they are the ones brandishing weapons and they are the ones, you know, firing the first shots, which again is why we are out protesting and screaming black lives matter because time and time again, we are given examples that prove that they currently do not. And also why we're calling for defunding of the police because they show up to, you know, for with, when if the only tool you have is a hammer, then everything looks like a nail. And the police are effectively like the 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 hammer of the country. They just they show up and everything is a nail. Everything is is shoot 'em up, bang bang. It's all it's all Call of Duty. Shoot first, ask questions last. And granted, like do do I believe that we should have a a, a police force of some sort to keep law and order? Absolutely. But I think that it needs to be reimagined. And I think that when people call and for domestic disputes, for mental health issues, when they call and there are no weapons and and people genuinely need help, we don't send, you know, uh, uh, a band of of SWAT team minded, you know, Call of Duty junkies to come and try to to resolve the situation. Because all that's going to happen is they're going to fire a whole bunch of shots and try to make up some sort of explanation afterwards as to, oh, well, you know, he slipped aggressively. I thought he was going to throw a rock at me. So I, you know, I emptied my clip. That's, that's how ridiculous these stories are, but it's because we, they, they show up the same way with the same approach, with the same mindset every single time. You know, the, the fire department, right? That there's always that comparison. Like there's no, there's no songs F the fire department or I can't stand the, the firemen, nothing like that. Right. You know, F the firefighters doesn't exist. Plenty of songs like that about the police. You know, one of the reasons why is because firefighters have a very specific job, skill set, and list of requirements for them to show up and, and, and be needed. They only come when things are on fire 
or you know that when when the situation suits their specific skill set that is why everyone loves the fire department that you know and the and the amazing calendars but the they're they are appropriately tasked with with jobs and situations that that support the skill set that they've you know they've trained and cultivated whereas the the, the police department is is tasked with pretty much everything else from crime to mental health to domestic d- disputes to pretty much any sort of emergency we call 911 you're getting you know you're getting a squad car and if they if if they they had the skill set or the soft if they had the soft skills to to handle these situations you know maybe it wouldn't be such an issue but clearly they don't because every time they show up and black people are involved somebody gets shot so we need a new system because the <laughs> the way i understand it, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result and that's what we've been doing with our police force our the police departments we they have the same approach they've had the same approach for decades and the same things have been happening the only the only difference now is that there's more documentation everyone's got a cell phone everybody can document what's happening and they can share it with the world via the internet and or social media but these are not new problems these are not new situations this is what this is what the police force has been for black people since the beginning of time right it just it got it got more covert in that they're no longer the the force to you know hunt free slaves but it's it was effectively never a system set up to serve protect or benefit black and brown people in any way and that's that is why i feel so passionately about defunding the police and repurposing that funding to other you know state and local programs that are better suited to to handle these sort of situations and who knows you know maybe maybe if we diversify the workload accordingly through other systems maybe the police will be able to actually do their job right and and still i think that 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 institution in and of itself needs to be rebuilt right because any institution that'll hire someone that doesn't understand the way electricity works they need to reevaluate their screening process right like if you can't you need to make sure people know how to use the tools they're given to do the job they're asked to do right like if you can't if you don't know how to fry French fries, then you can't work at Wendy's, right? Or, or if if you don't know how a socket wrench works, you can't be a mechanic. And if you don't know how people react when you tase them, and you have a taser as an officer, you probably should get a different job, right? Or, and at the very least, the you shouldn't have gotten hired in the first place. Because there should be there should be a screening process in place that weeds out people that are incapable of understanding how the tools work, racist people, unusually dense people. Like you don't you don't want those type of people wielding tools that can end lives. Uh, and I don't think you know there's there's just not enough training required to be an officer. There's not enough screening involved. In it, you know anybody can can effectively become an officer and that that shouldn't be the, the case it should be a much more strenuous task um and it, that's you know again that's that's why the whole thing needs to be rebuilt this doesn't come from reform you can't you can't tweak or adjust a few things and change you know the entire structure of an organization it has to be you know brought down and rebuilt 
And it's that, in, again, and in no way is a support of, you know, anarchy or chaos. It's just, it's a support of not killing black people for no reason. Um, and then, it, and it's, it's a compounded problem though, right? Because black people keep getting killed for no reason by these officers because there's no fear of consequences, right? I mean, that's, that's not the only reason, but that's one of that's largely one of the reasons that it continues to happen. Because even if it's an, an honest mistake, right? Like maybe let's let's go out on a limb here and let's say that all of these officers are not raging bigot racists, right? And maybe it is a legitimate mistake due to poor training and lack of guidance. That I'm I'm open to to, to discussing that. But the reason, even if it's a mistake that it continues to happen and and they'll make up an explanation later is because when these cases are tried almost never is anyone convicted of of a crime they they almost always get off and then these officers if they are fired it's often you know they're fired for show because they're able to be rehired shortly after their criminal case is dismissed and that that cycle is why, or part of the reason why, there's no real consequence to their actions or to their mistakes, right? People don't just change for no reason. There has to either be a consequence, a stimulus, a, there's, there, something has to happen to inspire said change. And the, the current system does not have that in place. The current system says if you shoot a black person... All you have to do is come up with a halfway believable story and we'll sort it out in court. You'll have your job back, you know, in a couple of years, worst case scenario. And because of that, there's there's no concern. That's why they'll try these things. That's why they're these mistakes happen with black people in black communities. They don't they don't have those problems in white communities with white people because there will be immediate consequences and the consequences should be the same regardless of color right and that's that's just not how it is because racism and injustice are so ingrained and so deep rooted into the systems that we currently have and we just got to do better man we we have to because if if we don't we will continue to lose black lives and you know that's that's why you got to get out there and vote. That's why you got to educate yourself. You just, you got to do your part to be better. It's, it's, it's hard out there for us. And if, if we don't push the change, it's not going to happen. Just like the, you know, setting consequences in place for these officers to change these behaviors, to, to, to create a better system. We, we have to, we have to spark that change, you know, for ourselves. If they're not going to do it, no one else is going to do it for us. It's got to be, it's on us. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> sorry, I it's a, it's it's just hard, you know. Every every day you wake up and there's a new story. You keep you always think, you know, all right, well, it can't get any worse, right? You know, they shot Breonna Taylor in the dark in her, while she's sleeping in her own house. Can't get worse than that. I'll give you a run for your money. I'll I'll shoot a tased man for for being tased too aggressively. Let's see how you feel about that. It's it's just it's it's very hard. Um, so, you know, people educate yourselves, you go out, you got to vote. We got to, we got to do better. It starts with you. I'm Will, and this is Head Above Hypocrisy.